Hey everybody, Billy D took a detour on his way to showing houses to stop by my garage. And if you know Billy D, you'll love Billy D. We talked about grilling. We talked about the new addition to his backyard. We talked a little bit of health scare. We, well, he made fun of his kids, which if you know Billy, that's what he does. And basically we put the bro in Brockton. So sit on down, get your popcorn, take some notes because this is Billy D's bro codes. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show in the garage with a legend of South Shore, the man, the, who wrote the script? Bill, seriously, I don't, I'm not going to read this anymore. I'm here with Bill Dentremont. Uh, he's a real estate agent. He's a grilling, con, uh, what, what are you, a connoisseur? Connoisseur, a grilling, a meat connoisseur. Yes, uh-huh. yes, exactly. COVID's made me that way. And why is that? Um, you know, for a while we had nothing, nothing else to do. And, uh, I was always a grill guy and I started, I, I, I bought a smoker during, I figured I had nothing but time. So I bought a smoker and then I hated it and I returned it and bought a second one and then bought a big green egg. And so now I got, uh, you know, a family of four with four grills, four grills, four grills, four people. What didn't you like about the smoker though? Cause I had their fantastic. Actually it was a, uh, it was an Amazon faux par. The thing came, I put the thing together and, um, if you ever smoke before you need to have a, a tight seal and the, the metal frame was warped and um, I knew if I used it one time, it was never going to work. So I was, uh, I got all ticked off and a buddy of mine sent me a text that day and said, Hey, I got a big green egg. I don't know if you ever heard of those. They're, uh, they're good. Uh, but they're really expensive. And he, he sold it to me for like 50, 50 cents on the dollar and they're good. And now I get my kids, my 11 and 13 year old, my 11 year old's really good. He's, uh, become a grill master where, uh, you know, kids already got his burn marks on his knuckles. So he's, uh, (laughs) a true sign. He's been initiated into the grilling, uh, hall of fame here. Yeah. He's in the club. So yeah, hey, whatever we have to do during uh, during COVID to pass the time. Sure, sure. So, no, smoking has been one of those things. I've seen your pictures of the of the stuff you cook, and <clears throat> you are very good at it. I mean, it's it, none of it's heart healthy. I got to tell you, no, no, I, I got to change some of that stuff too. Uh, I don't think grilling was meant for like the uh, the salmon eaters of the world. No, you know the uh, the the tuna guys. It's just a uh, you know I joke I call it like meat palooza. You know, just guys hanging out in your backyard. Um, you know, six, eight hours at a time. I, I bought a, uh, I bought an outdoor projector because I wanted to be able to watch football while you're just sitting there, which is, which is perfect. Yeah, that's ideal. You know, next thing you know, all the guys in the neighborhood are hanging out, eating meat and uh, <laughs> watching football in your backyard. Knock, knock. Hello. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Awesome. That's awesome. You mentioned that the kids are there. They're, how old are they? 11, 14? 11, 13. Yeah. 11, 13. Okay. Yeah. yeah they're uh, all kids are bad. Just get a puppy, you know, start with a puppy. You know, if you like that, stay with a puppy. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't get kids. Don't get kids. <laughs> well, the kids, they go to the bathroom inside the house, though. It's a little better. A little yeah. Easier. You hope they just, you know, their you aim, hope they do. Yeah. Their aim is terrible, though. You know, that's the only downfall with them. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Now, you work, you're a real estate agent. You work at Kellen, I forget. Yeah, I Ke- forget Keller Williams. Yep. Keller Williams. Yep. I'm sorry. I see. I seem to see a lot of people on my Facebook there when they get involved in real estate, it's always Keller Williams. How many branches are there? Um, well, I mean, Keller Williams. Not to talk shop. Yeah, yeah, I don't no, want no, no, no. I, uh, Keller Williams themselves. Um, we have about 155,000 agents worldwide. The, they are the largest real estate company. Uh, locally, you you can't buy um, an office for every town. What they do is they give you it's a grid. So like the grid that we own is pretty much like Braintree to um, to Plymouth, mm-hmm. and um, our office has about 91 91 agents. My team has five. 
Um, wow. I've been selling for a long time. Yeah. Um, I was a post 9-11 salary casualty from a freight forwarding uh, import-export world. Sounds and, familiar. Yeah, I know, huh? Uh, <laughs> and uh, I've been doing it now since 2002, so 18, 18 years. Yeah. Uh, did you? How was how the rise? Because you can't just you don't just show up and get fifty clients, right? What do you? What did you do? Yeah. No. Uh, real real estate's terrible. It's funny. I, I hear all the time. You know, uh, I meet people and they're like, "Hey, I should get into real estate." You know, I, I like people and I like looking at houses. That has absolutely zero impact whether you'll make a dollar in real estate. Yes, you have to be likable, um, but yes, you you also have to like prospect. You have to cold call. My first like eight years was kind of like going to elementary school. Like I had the extended two years on elementary school where yeah. I was just trying to learn. And um, I was grateful because we went through the economical downturn of like 06, 07, 08 when, when the economy kind of tanked. I, I held on. I grabbed like three life jackets and I just floated the nose above water for a little bit. And uh, once that turned, I mean, you know, we, most agents out there are selling, I think the national average is like five or six homes a year. And I think since 2013, I haven't sold less than like 35 really? a year. Wow. So it's been, uh, you know, I've been blessed. And, you know, I built a, a database business, um, you know, people that you know. Um, you don't have to recreate the wheel. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been very good. There's, there's far worse jobs I could do out there. Yeah. Uh, but you got to run, you know, most agents fail because they run it. They treat it like a job, but it is a business. So you got to have you know profit loss, and uh, you got to watch your money, and you got to be willing to spend money, and everybody's cheap. We're not cheap. We're not the smartest people in the world, but we're not cheap. Frugal, frugal. We are definitely <laughs> frugal. And it's a twenty four seven thing, right? <clears throat> you know, it, it was for a long time. My first uh, until I, I learned how to manage my time, mm-hmm. um, and then you manage it with people, leverage. You know, the leverage of having people, you give up some of your your money, but what you do is you regain that time. So you you know you do years. Um, you build it, and then you bring in some talent. You you hire people who are you know like minded, and then you part with some of your money, which is totally fine. You give up money for time, and you what do you, mean, what do you mean by that? So what I mean by that is, um, you know, let's just say for example, um, I could sell you know forty houses on myself uh, by myself. I could either keep all that money of selling forty houses or. I could hire people that handle different tasks during all those transactions. So you may end up parting with fifty or $75,000 throughout the year to other people, but I don't own everything. You know, like I don't own every task. And um, I'm pretty fortunate now where my phone, you know, I don't really answer it after like 6, 7 o'clock at night. I don't look at my emails or anything till you know, 9, 9.30 in the morning. Uh, people have definitely, they, they respect that. If you tell them you're up front, like, Hey, this is, this is the way I, I work. Um, and if they don't respect it, then that's fine. I can go find somebody else who will. Right. Someone's and always looking. As long as you set those expectations, people are fine. Yeah. Put your cards on the table, basically. Yeah, that's all. And you know, I mean, we, we all, you know, if you're going to, um, if you were going to go to the mall and you knew the mall closed at nine, would you go there at eight fifty-five? Yes, I would. Yeah, right. You'd be that guy, right? <laughs> You'd be no, that absolutely jerk. not. I'm the guy. <clears throat> excuse me. I'm the guy that wants to be there by five, so I'm not there at seven fifty-five. Yeah, I yeah. just like like restaurants are famous for that. They close at ten, so people show up at nine fifty-nine saying it's not ten o'clock. Yeah, I, I got to be honest. You're I, a I don't dick. want that food. You're a dick. Exactly. <laughs> I'll take their drink. But and, I don't want what, their food. <laughs> right, exactly. Exactly. Now, um, we we were talking about the smokers. That you you have a. You you tell me what you what you work out of now because you you stopped going to the office and I know this because I went to your office last week and um, you weren't there and the woman was, I, I asked for for you because I wanted to check in with you yeah 
I work on the street from you, by the way. Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, that's how the only reason why I did. I'm not stalking you, I promise. Sure you're not. <laughs> busted, busted. <laughs> but um and she's like, Oh, Bill, I actually knew you didn't work you yeah. I knew where you were, but yeah, I just yeah. I wanted to see if you were in. It was a happenstance thing. And you are in your new It's called the Shoffice. The Shoffice. Which, which was a shed that we purchased before COVID and we weren't sure whether um we were gonna use it as a storage shed or maybe, you know, originally my wife and I like, hey, let's finish it off and maybe put like a bar out there. And um, when, when COVID hit, I, I used to go to the office every day and then we, we couldn't for like two months. We just weren't, our office basically closed. So I originally dragged like a hundred foot extension cord out there, space heater back in March and dressed like the Michelin man yes. and, <laughs> and, uh, and we'd set up a computer and worked out there because it, anybody at home that tries to work with kids knows that you can't do it. Yeah. You just can't do it. They're just, they're not bright and they're in your face and <laughs> you're on the phone. They want your attention. So what we I did me was, too. It's, it's a, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so what we <laughs> did was, um, you know, slowly but surely I chipped away at the stone and, um, I got, um, I got the shed insulated, a uh, great builder friend of mine out there who saw me post a video on Facebook about working out of the, out of the shed calls me up one day and he's like, Hey, you know, a guy like you shouldn't be working out of a shed with no insulation. You're going to freeze. And it was probably like high thirties, low forties inside. And, uh, the next day the guy shows up and he strapped, puts up all strapping and fully insulates the, the walls, the ceiling, everything. It added 15 degrees like that. Um, so once he did that, it was like a push, like, okay, you know what? I should finish this thing. And a, yeah. a buddy of mine from high school, uh, I called him up. I said, Hey, you want to, you want to sheetrock this thing? And then we just kept going. I hired an electrician. We dug a, I made my kids dig a trench. Like they were thrilled. 18 inch trench by like 120 feet. When school start. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. They were looking forward to school. So we, uh, we dug a trench and um, we ran electricity out there, got baseboard heat, air conditioning, uh, ended up putting a flat screen TV out there, a little bar. It, it went from a place with a desk to like a mini man town. And I put a lock on it so kids can't get in. Screw that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's, uh, it's not a bad, it's not a bad place where you can just, uh, just get away right in your backyard. That's the, um, you like know, a garage, if you will. Well, yeah, absolutely. As we're sitting here in the garage, <laughs> you know, it's like everybody, everybody needs a space. And I think, you know, COVID, uh, has kind of pushed people to where a lot of people are working from home now. So it's kind of forced them to make some alternative, you know, choices in their life. And, um, they, you know, we joked about selling our house. I'm like, hey, can I take the shed with me? You know, I probably can't. I just got to <laughs> cut the electricity, you yeah, know? I would. <laughs> Bury that line. I mean, it's uh, it wasn't even a lot of money to, to do it. And it's, um, you know, I, I had a, you know, legit vinyl flooring put in from a flooring company, you know, and it's uh, it's pretty cool. I have to have you over for a beer or something. Yeah. Why not? Absolutely. You know, get over there. No, no, you, no one's allowed in, right? It's just yours and, and... Well, I mean, the kids, it's funny. When I first put up, I had a dartboard in there before we sheetrocked it. And I let the kids come out and play darts. I quickly realized they... One time. Yeah, one time. They, me about yeah, one time. Yeah, they suck at darts. So they were like throwing it through the insulation. And I'm like, as soon as I get an you know, actual sheetrock up here, they're going to destroy this thing. Yeah. So I left the uh, I left the dartboard down for now until I can... I need to get like a cork background. And I think they're in something on the floor. I just don't want them to trash it. So it's... And signs. Warning signs. Yeah, warning signs. Yeah, no, it's it's really cool just to... Uh, you know, you, you'll start seeing a run on shed offices. I'm, I'm telling you, we—I uh, almost trademarked it. Your like, promo was—I I, like I said, I've seen I've seen it on Facebook, and it's fantastic. It, I mean, I know it's it's a picture, and it looks bigger than it is in the picture, but who cares? It looks phenomenal. Like you, it looks like a lounge. 
It, and it, I, you know, I want to get like a high top bar table. My wife's like, "What the hell look are you going for?" You know for? what the, the second half of show office is office, right? I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. That's why, <laughs> right. And that's what came like, you know, the, the shed slash office, yeah. and that's why we came up. Uh, you know, the show office, and uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's it's got uh, it's got a couple chairs, got a bar, TV, sound bar. Um, I'm working over here. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's a bill it, of hours. My wife like my wife came out yesterday. She's like, "What are you doing?" I had my feet kicked up watching college football, drinking a beer at like five o'clock on a Saturday. Saturday and you know anybody with kids and, and a spouse, it's nice to get away for a few minutes anyway. Want to get away? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're a walking Snickers commercial. That's yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Though you have, will you ever go back to the office? Do you have, do you have to make cameos? Because um, you don't want to go back. Let's yeah, be honest. You know, I, you know. Unfortunately, I have to. And, and the reason for me is I, I do run a small team within a team, and Zoom is good. But in in sales world, I believe that people need to see you. Um, you, you need to always have a face with a voice and, you know, zoom is like the best, worst thing in, in the world because like half the people were wearing pants, the other half weren't, right. um, that you know, of that, you know, of, you know, and uh, we've all seen some videos out there that have gone uh, yeah. viral of, you know, I would, that's the guy I would be walking back in my underwear. Going, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Be like, Hey, what's going on guys? Yeah, this is and and, this and you, you kind of forget on zoom that you're on camera sometimes when you're in front of somebody, you, you know, you don't normally forget. So I will go back. Um, maybe only, I used to go in the office 40 hours a week and now it's down to like Maybe ten. Um, oh, so I had a chance to see you when I went. There. Yeah, yeah. Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I'm usually in there from, you know, a, a couple hours, late morning, early afternoon. It's not like I'm checking out early. It's just, uh, you know, stu- I keep calling it stupid COVID. Um, you know, stupid <laughs> well, COVID. Is. Yeah, it is. It's stupid COVID <laughs> that you know. Um, it's just changed. One thing about COVID, and, and you know, I you know apologize for taking it this direction, but no. I think it's proved to people that we had a lot of inefficiencies. And, you know, we were wasting a lot of time. And if you start looking at that time, look at people that were commuting into Boston, you know, an hour, hour and a half each way, three hours, um, you know, a day, 15 hours a week that now all of a sudden can pick that up at home. They can work out. They can, you know, get a right sound in body and take walks and um, or even spend it by themselves or work, whatever they choose to. But they eliminate that that stress of. Of actually getting there, they say it's more efficient too. You get it; people are getting more done. Well, you don't have the gutta minutes from people in your office, you know. The, and the gutta minutes last gutta like twenty five minutes, like 25 minutes yeah. and and you kind of looking at yourself like, what the hell just happened? Right, right. You know. So yeah, I mean, we'll go back. It's uh, you know, it changed the way that you know realtors and uh, every company. I, I think it sped up technology by about five years of, of where where we're heading as a as a world. And I think it just said, okay, here's streamline. Look at. Uh, I made the comment to my kids last night about all the stuff that I bought on Amazon since, you know, I mean, everybody out there's probably made 20, 30, 40 purchases on Amazon. At least. And I just wish that if I was smart, I would have uh, taken that money and maybe bought like three or four shares in Amazon at the uh, beginning. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, right. and, and I probably would have tripled my money yeah, as opposed right. to just, you know, maybe depreciating everything that I bought by 50%. Uh, but yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's that. The off <clears throat> the show office was that I had a question for you about the show office I forget what it was but I do want to get pictures because I want to put it up on on my oh yeah I'll, my, I'll send my, you my, uh, I can just take them if you don't mind I'll, I'll yeah just, I'll just take them I'll, yeah I'll, that's I'll, fine I'll leave them because that's a pretty good idea and I know you're you're en route we don't have too much time left so I did want to touch upon this which I find in very intriguing or fascinating whatever you if you don't mind talking about it you had bring it on a heart attack I did how heavy were you, were you and you were you were over. You were 
a heavy guy at the time, were you not? No, I wasn't. You weren't. You know, for for a guy that I um, thought you were. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I mean, you know, I appreciate you calling me fat in the morning, <laughs> but um, you know, it's it's all. I good, tried man. to sneak it by. Nothing but I, love. That's like yeah, a sideways hey, you know? side jab. Um, you made you me know, read that promo in the beginning. I it's so that. good, fat guy. You know, <laughs> um, George and the fat guy. That's, uh, that's a so, show right there. I mean, sure. why, why not? Um, you know, my my story simply put was um, high cholesterol. Uh, which, you know, probably goes to like smoking meat on your grill. But I'm 47 now. I was 39 when it actually happened. So it was almost eight years ago, uh, coming up on eight years. And uh, I was pushing snow with a uh, snowblower in my driveway, a big storm. And, um, <clears throat> you know, it was like a normal day. We, you know, stacked wood. We were just doing our thing. And, and um, you know, I remember having dinner and, you know, had a, had a beer with dinner. I'm like, hey, I'm going to go get a jump on the driveway. I went outside, started pushing the snowblower. And all of a sudden, like, I felt like a, a pain in my chest that went straight through to your back. And I'm like, oh, you know, what is that? And I kept going, you know, typical guy. We're not that bright sometimes. We ignore <laughs> like massive signs of life. Walk it off. Yeah, walk it off. Shake it off, kid. If there was uh, dirt here, I'd throw it on it. Yeah, rub some dirt. Uh, <laughs> rub some snow on it. Yeah. And, um, it, you know, next thing I know, like my, my left hand was, um, was like numb. And then uh, it was like pins and needles running down. And I was like, geez, you know, this is this is kind of, you know, what, what you see. So I get down to the bottom of my driveway, and we had a really steep, like, two 250-foot driveway. And I remember kind of, like, dropping down to a knee. All of a sudden, I couldn't breathe. I remember looking up my house, and, um, you know, lights were starting to flash because it, uh, it was a storm that we ended up losing power for for five days. It was, you know, February, won't forget it, February 8th, 2013. And I remember looking up my house, and I see the power flickering. I'm like, if I don't get up, I'm like, my wife's never going to find me because I know they were inside watching, you know, a movie with the kids. And so, uh, you know, I get up, I, I literally put the snowblower on five, full full tilt, and had the thing help, like, assist me up the driveway. I put the thing away, went upstairs to my wife, and... And she could tell by looking at me, she was like, something's wrong with you. And um, I said, a lot's wrong with me, but right now I'm not feeling well. I said, but that's beside the point. Yeah, beside the point. I said, uh, do me a favor, just grab me a couple um, a couple aspirin. Was heart attack in your mind? Uh, yeah, unfortunately. And here's why. It was it was totally um, totally textbook for what they said. The pain in your chest that goes through the backside, um, a little bit of like tingling in your jaw, and then your left arm just got heavy and your my hand was, was tingling. I never it, heard the jaw part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can start feeling like a tightness in your jaw. Wow. Um, and and it, I had like three or four signs and I'm like, you know, you know, a typical guy though, I'm like not having a heart attack, but I knew, um, you know, I was stressed out and, and I'll, I'll get back to this, but like 10 days before I went in for uh, a stress test and they said, no, you're fine. They sent me home. So like I knew something. Little was, did they know yeah, you. Yeah, little did they. Well, the problem with those stupid tests is unless you have a hundred percent blockage, they won't show up. Well, so yeah. I had a ninety-five. So apparently Seriously? I wasn't I wasn't trying hard enough. <laughs> you know, <clears throat> I need a better effort next time. <laughs> so so I ended up um, I you know I told my wife I'm like let me take a couple aspirin. I went in the bathroom and I threw water in my face and then immediately just started like pouring sweat. Wow. And and that's the last thing they tell you if you get that. So I I came out told my wife I'm like call nine one one. She called nine one one. And before they even got there, we lost power. So we were grateful because like the home phone, we were able to call before we lost it. They came up, they did an EKG in the living room and they ended up, um, they're like, Hey, you're not having a heart attack, but we got, we got to take it to the hospital. No, did they, they say that to to put you at ease, or did they really believe that? They said that to put my wife at ease. Oh, your wife at ease. God love Good them. Good move. God love them because it was three Good three move. three guys and me and my wife. They saw my wife with two kids, and you know they they kind of did like a bro code. 
Gotcha. You know, and they, they dragged me down through the snow and they got me in the ambulance. They're like, you're totally having a heart attack. You're having it right now. And uh, Listen, fat man, I got to yeah. be honest with you. Well, that's, you know, it's funny because I, you know, I made jokes. I'm like, hey, you guys want to grab some to-go beers, you know, from the shed? And, and they're just kind of looking at me like, are you for real? You're having a heart attack and you're talking about grabbing to-go beers? And, and you're like, dude, I finished the driveway before I came up yeah, here. Yeah, I was like, I was, I was trying to remain calm because, you know, I got to tell you, I was freaked out. And we got the ambulance and, and um, you know, because I was outside for so long, um, you know, my body was cold. So they couldn't actually get a... Um, uh, intravenous, they couldn't get a needle in me, so they were. They it was were, the muscle? That's what it was. Yeah, that's well, what you yeah, say. Yeah. For anybody who sees well, me, it's we, all, it's all. <laughs> I'm all jacked up on Mountain Dew. Um, so they, uh, they legit kept me alive with nitrates, and they were trying to get me to South Shore Hospital from Hanson, and the roads were Route oh. 14. In Hanson was really bad, so they couldn't. There was a tree down, so they, they turned around. They're like, "We got to take you to Brockton," and I'm like, "Oh man, I'm going to die in Brockton Hospital." And, a lot of uh, people die in Brockton. So yeah, I, was, I wasn't going to be the first one. <laughs> so they uh, they they kept telling me like, "Hey, we're going to get you the 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 cath lab," and I didn't even know what that meant. Is that like, the catheter? That is. Oh, they don't say that. Yeah, they don't say that. They, they sneak it by you. Yeah, like, they didn't finish that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. They they, they <laughs> muffle it so you don't know what the hell you're uh, expecting here. And they uh, they're like, "Hey, we're going to be there," but I was in the ambulance for a little bit over an hour because if you've ever been in an ambulance they get that stupid clock right over the door and it's probably when they say time of death you know but i remember looking at it <laughs> that's correct and uh it, you know they, i don't know what time it is we need a clock in here yeah no idea you know you don't exactly like uh, keep your phone on you but so they ended up getting me to brockton and um you know i got i, I got lucky the the head of cardiology got snowed in Oh, seriously? Get snowed in. And, and if he, he was home, how long would it have taken him to get He was in Norwell, so it would have taken him, wow. you know, probably an hour to get to Brockton. And they went straight in, <clears throat> went straight in for surgery. And uh, I remember waking up at like, you know, maybe like one, two o'clock in the morning, like hooked up to everything. And I had my phone on my chest and um, I was like, oh my God, I lived. Like, you weren't sure. Like, uh, you know, when they bring you into the, the, the cath lab, it's funny. Like, next thing you know, like they, <laughs> they rip your pants right off. And and they're like they, they typical through, woman yeah right they they and they go through your uh, they go through your groin to and and you look at it, it's like a TV and all I can describe it is like a like closed caption you see a picture of a tree with tree branches you wish yeah right and there, yeah that was <laughs> that wasn't my tree it was not a log it was more like a twig um, and uh, but the tree is your arteries. And when when they go oh. in when they go in with the uh, with, with the uh, with, with the catheter and you can follow the tree branches and all of a sudden you just see like a blackout and that's where the clog is in your in your arteries and like okay that's it we're gonna go get it right now and you're gonna be out in five four three and you're out and then next thing you know you're like you woke up and I, I end up in the ICU for like five days really and uh, but they would you know it's funny uh, Brockton Hospital gets kind of a, a bad reputation. I got to tell you, man, they were the best, the best of the best in the worst of times. And nice. the, uh, the nurses yeah. were, yeah, the nurses were awesome. And, and for those out there that don't realize this, you got to always be nice to the nurses because they can give you an extra stick. They run the show. Yeah, yeah, an extra, you know, elbow to the eye when you're sleeping, a <laughs> finger to the food. You wake up with a big bruise. What happened? You yeah. know what happened. Yeah, you know what happened. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I, hey, I'm grateful. I made some, you know, um, some life changes after. And, uh, you know, you just uh, don't, get, don't get too stressed out, work out a little bit. Um, you know, we got a train. And I didn't think what happened. The, I did, loco, the locomotive is coming because I did. We have, we have a time frame, so I didn't know what's going to happen. But I'm glad we got that. Yeah, people love the train. A train. Who doesn't love the? Train? I love the train. You know. So yeah, that's the uh, the heart attack story. Definitely puts and uh, puts things in perspective about life, though. You know, because at 39, you think that that stuff can't happen to you. 39. Why would you? Yeah, I mean, you you're too young. So yeah, totally. 
You hear people at, at 49, oh, he's too, way too young. Of course, those people are 80, but still. Yeah, well, I mean, it, you know, death doesn't discriminate. No. You know I mean? It takes the young, takes the old, takes the fat, takes the thin. It's just when your time is up. Them all. It's like the meat deli. You know, when they call your number, you're done. <laughs> 62. Damn yeah, it's, it's, damn it, I'm 62. Uh, one you feel more like, day. One you more feel day. like that guy with a shrunken head from Beetlejuice trying to steal the other number. I'll take 1,149,000. Please. No, no but, but you said something, and I want to touch this. I know you will. Last last one. Um, did you really when you when you were there, yeah. and you said you didn't know? Did you did you do anything under the assumption that you wouldn't be waking up? Meaning like oh, like yeah, you, yeah. Well, nothing physically, but yeah, did man, you, uh, great question. What was that like? Um, I didn't. I didn't think in the ambulance I was going to die. You, you know, you I, didn't. I did not. You the, were good. The two, the the driver, Kevin, Pete, and Charlie. I can tell you, eight years later, there's the three guys. Do I to say you the know, name? Char- Char- Charlie, you know, three normal guys. Sure. Um, Kevin, the guy driving, was freaking out because the roads were so bad. Uh, guy Pete was new, so this guy just thought it was going to be an easy snow night. And then a guy, Charlie Barron, who was uh, the lieutenant, uh, big guy. I was Actually, when they jacked up the heat in the ambulance, I was cracking fat guy in a little coat jacket. Uh, jokes. <laughs> fat guy yeah, in a little yeah, coat. Little coat you know, right, and sure, and he's, sure. like, yeah, he's like, seriously, man, I'm trying to save your life, and you call me fat? <laughs> And uh, <clears throat> those guys. Well, he wasn't a nurse, so it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You only exactly. take care of the nurses. You know the um, screw these guys. The new the new guy had a look of fear on his face that was not exactly calming. For because of the way you were acting, or yeah, because, because they couldn't get. Um, so when they got me in the ambulance, they they started running the EKG. So the EKG was actually showing that while I was in the ambulance, I was having the heart attack. Like it was happening wow. live. Um, I've been told at least for a while after they used those same EKG. Um, uh, t- for training, like here's how you handle. Because they end up giving me um, nitrate pills, like five pills that you pop. Um, nitrate spray, they spray it underneath your tongue. And then they couldn't get my blood pressure down, so they give you what's called a patch. And they put it on your arm, um, just above your elbow. So it's just, uh, just below where your heart is, and it rushes everything to your heart. It opens everything up. So once they did that... Like a blast? Yeah, he, he told me he's like this is you're not, your gonna, you're not gonna feel it. you're not gonna like this at all, <laughs> and it was uh, and I didn't because it, appreciate it, that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, at least he gave me that head exactly. Up, you know? Rather know than not know. Bro coded me on it. Um, <clears throat> They're big on the bro code. I tell you that huge. I mean, you know, I, I like that. I mean, that could be their motto, Brockton, the BROs. So yeah, the BROs. There's something there. There's something keep, there. Keeping the bro and Brockton. Right. <laughs> you, you know, they were uh, they were good. They they told me, hey man, not the we, fun and funeral. The yeah, bro right? and Brockton. Yeah, yeah. You you don't want the fun and funeral. But they were. It was until I got to the hospital where I started freaking out because it was like a room of like 15 people um, and myself and I was just like what is going on and then everything is a priest you don't know yeah everything kind of flashes and then when you're sitting there you're kind of like uh, you know going back to your question was um, I started thinking was I prepared to die if Mm -hmm. I did you know like financially was the family set so you know make sure to put things in perspective about savings and life insurance and so you're thinking about insurance while you're on the, on the Imagine table. Imagine that. Imagine that. Because you're thinking about like, I know it sounds funny, but it's like, you know, if you die today, did you set your family up for success or, or failure? I, I totally haven't. If I go today, I don't know yeah. what's going to happen. Yeah. But a lot of, a lot of people- You've seen just, my cat, right? My cat wants to kill me. I'm, yeah, I'm, I Any you, day now. Any yeah, day your now. cat's totally- that I, thing I would, need to do this. Thank you. Yeah, you yeah. This is my wake-up call. Thank you, Bill. I, and that cat would freak me out too, <laughs> you know? I mean, yeah, I, I get it. So that's yeah. Why out, that's why I'm out here. Yeah, well, I, I totally get it. Yeah, man, life is a- uh, it, It's funny. It's, it's a precious commodity. I think sometimes people just don't even, um, you know, they don't respect it enough. 
Yeah. You know, have fun, laugh a little bit, laugh a lot. Yeah. Do podcasts. Do podcasts. You know. Yeah, no, it's uh, it's good, and, and since that, I've been fine. You know, I mean, mentally, I'm still way off, but yeah, that's never gonna change. You know, we all are, <laughs> but yeah, just uh, hanging in a gr- hanging in a shed, grilling post heart attack. Probably <laughs> shouldn't be eating the food that I am now. Well, you laughed at salmon. Maybe you need to rethink that. Well, I joke. I'm you know, the good. planks. The planks are really good for the salmon. Have, I know. Have you done fish on a plank on a grill? I, I know they're good. Okay, just it's checking. just not as good as like uh, you know, a rack of well, ribs. That's, that's fair. Sure. You know, so yeah. That's that. What's your main thing to go to for cooking? Like if you could, let's say, all right, let's, um, yeah. well, we're being morbid. Yeah. Last day today. What are you cooking on the grill? Oh man. Last day today. You got to do a uh, ribeye steak. Ooh. Like, you, you need the ribeye. Uh, you got to cook it on charcoal. And then I found these, they're, they're deadly poison, which are jalapenos that you cut in half. You hollow them out and you stuff them with uh, cream cheese. Um, jalapeno poppers, or is it yeah, they're basically like jalapeno poppers. You wrap little, them, you wrap them in bacon. Well, there you go, and then you you smoke them on the grill for like an hour, really? and you eat like fifteen of them. And then you have chest <laughs> pains from all the, the you know the, all the heartburn. But you know and what stuff. it is, though. So you're okay. I know why I'm feeling this way. Yeah, yeah. No, those are <laughs> those are the uh, that's probably the death death by uh, death by food. Uh, and, and, and wash down with a couple of IPAs. That's why they call it a food coma, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, is, would you have? A, do you want to promote anything? Do you have a, a web page for your work? Yeah, or, I mean, you, you know, you can follow us. Uh, you know, Bill Dentremont, Keller Williams Realty. You can find me uh, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you know, either Bill Dentremont or the Dentremont Group. South Shore guy, live in situ. Been here my whole life. Um, you know, try to have some fun. Uh, enjoy, you know, doing things like this. I appreciate the opportunity you even have me on here. And uh, fun stuff. Looking forward to the next one with you. Yeah. And again, um, your, the, the office is in Norwell on Washington Street. Yeah. Yeah. My, my shed office is about eight miles <laughs> you, you south don't go, of that. You don't want to go there. You want to yeah, go eight miles you know, south. Bring food. Bring food. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Yeah. You know, anybody out there need any help with anything, let me know. We've Bill's already done resource. the groundwork. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's, you want to shout out to the guy who made it happen? Uh, the uh, shed? Oh, yeah. The, I mean, the builder, uh, Chris Bethany from Bethany Builders was the guy that uh, came down and, um, you know, insulated. It got me jump started. And the cool thing about that, and, and, and he'll probably kill me for saying this, but um, it was at the beginning of COVID when people were kind of freaked out. And he showed up uh, pretty much unannounced. He, he texted me that morning. He's like, I got a crew. They're on their way. And he did it. Um, and he didn't charge me a penny. Wow. And I actually, the, um, I only knew the guy from Facebook. I never actually met him. I've still never met him, but he sent an electrician and, um, guys to, uh, insulate it. And the guy never met me. He was just from getting to know, know the guy on Facebook and really selfless promotion and God love the guy. He, uh, he, oh, he hooked me up. He jumpstarted me into doing that. And, uh, you know, if I didn't have that office, and, and it turned out we we've, we're having the best real estate year we've ever had in in the dumbest of times. Is I that don't know. true? Yeah, yeah, no joke. COVID's made people stupid. You know, they're just they're, <laughs> stupid. They're, they're, yeah, they're, I mean, they're buying. You know what it is? People are um, people are still buying. People are still buying stuff. There's a shortage of anything out there. Try to buy, <laughs> you know, as we say to talk about over our podcast, which I bought during COVID as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> so and I'm, you probably waited forever to get it. You're, you're probably mad. Like, come well, on, hurry up and get here. Honestly, no, it was pretty quick. One of the, the microphones took longer than the yeah. actual stuff. Yeah. But, but the, I think the, we, um, we, we tried to look for, uh, you know, kayaks and good luck finding a kayak right now. We tried to buy a boat. The good strangest luck. things you can't find. No, you can't buy it. A hairpiece for myself. No, I don't need that. <laughs> I, I got pop- the last one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good luck buying stuff uh, during. It, it's, it's, it's funny because it, it fluctuates too. Like it, one week you can't get this. What, what is it? Um, it was kayaks. I think bikes. Bikes. You can't bikes. buy. But I, I should I should sell this. Yeah. You I should sell it. Oh, my God. I, it's, I'll it's, give you $2.5 million for that $400 bike right now. Bill, for you? <laughs> 
Two, forget 2.5, 2.0. 2.0. Yes, All right, you take a check from a realtor? I, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, I'm on my way out the door <laughs> fast. Yeah, you. Uh, there was a run on everything during... Uh, during we, we looked for a boat, uh, like a lot of people, and there were bidding wars on boats. Like, we all know that boats are like a bad investment. Um, <laughs> Not now. You're right. I mean, think about it. You're stuck. <laughs> I'd rather be stuck out at sea than, you know, stuck on land right sure, now. Sure. Uh, but yeah, you can't find a lot of stuff. Even now, try to... Uh, the new run is on outdoor heaters for this winter because nobody wants to be inside. Oh, man. Really? Good luck finding those on Amazon. I ordered one last night. What, what is it? When is it coming uh, out? Uh, six, six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. So might be, Santa might be delivering that bad boy to <laughs> I was me. I say, that might be good, but... Hopefully it won't be that cold in December. That's but yeah, nuts. that's the newest run on stuff, and you still can't find a kayak now. <laughs> Even though it's... Well, yeah. it's not technically... I sold an old crappy boat that I have. It was a Coleman Crawdad that I bought from um, MVP Sports in like 1989. MVP Sports. Remember MVP? I do. They used to have one up in Hanover. I went to the one in Woburn. Yeah. I lived to, up in North Shore. I mean, they've been gone for uh, 100 years. And this boat sat in my driveway for like 11 years. It had like mice living in it. And I put it on Craigslist and I had like, you know, I, I bought it, I think, for $500. I sold it for $550, 20-something years you later. made money on that. And it, it smelled like a corpse. It was It was terrible. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to go into Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, it smells yeah. like a corpse. Yeah, Rouge and a corpse. You don't have to go there. <laughs> it would send this thing in a totally different direction. That's right. Well, Bill, I do appreciate you coming by. Um, we'll we'll do it again. We, we, absolutely. Um, I know you have more to say. I, if it wasn't for me, you'd be here till probably one o'clock. So yeah, I, I, I got to keep you on your ne- schedule. Next time we'll do a two-hour one. I, <laughs> I certainly appreciate the opportunity to have me here. This feels weird because that's all I've been doing is two-hour ones. So I'm like, there's so much, you know. But but I do appreciate it. It's great. We got more to do, and we will get to it at some point. Thank you so much, Bill. Thank you. <laughs>